power of manifestation. Michael and Jay talk about their experience with manifestation and what has worked best for them. This is Music Spirit and Accountability, episode 17, with Michael Cooper and Jay Hode. So, the power of manifestation. Mr. Michael Cooper, I know you are a fiend at this. Um, Man, it's so funny because it's so often forgotten, I think, that um, this incredible power that we seem to to have to be able to manifest i know in my life it's it's just happened too many times over to not think that it's a real thing that exists and Mm -hmm. of course it's debatable but um, i've got a few concepts on this to to share today but um for you brother how does that land the power of manifestation have you seen that play out in your life i've definitely definitely seen seen it play play out out in in my life. life And I've also had my egoic self want to justify that and chalk it up as coincidence or chance or or luck. Um, I've got an example which I'll share, which recently this week, um, I was sitting there and I was looking at the business and I'm like, you know what, I'd love a a new client, a new paying client. And um, sat there and I prayed. I literally prayed to my higher self, prayed to my spirit guides and and um, I got this from a friend. I can't lay claim to being the genius. You know, I've seen her manifest really well in this particular way. And, and I was like, wow, I don't do that. So I tried it. And I, in, uh, in the morning, I just sat there in prayer and I said, you know, I really want a, a new client. I don't want them to be a paying client. And, a, you know, this is the type of client that I want. And I really want your help. Like, can I have your help? And... Lo and behold, six o'clock that night, I secured that particular client and it was, everything just was smooth. Everything just worked. And um, I could have easily chalked that up as coincidence or, yeah, I called all the people to make that happen. But no, it was what I asked for. Yeah. Yeah. And so many times, especially this last 12 months, or really, especially all my life, but I just think of the, the times in the last 12 months where I've, you know, said, oh, I'd really like, um, you know, again, a new student or more time with my beloved in this certain way, or these things that play out and just like clockwork, these things just bam, bam, bam. And, you know, obviously, I'm a big fan of Joe Dispenza and I'm pretty sure you're a pretty big fan of his work. He's a the guy that kind of comes into mind when I think of manifestation. And one of the things that really grounded in for me when I look back on my life and these things that I always wanted to do, like tour the world as an independent original musician. So I got clearer and clearer and clearer on what that looked like. And the thing that I think Joe Dispenza really brings in for me is that combination of mixing it with those high vibration um, emotions of specifically gratitude and joy, you know, and coming into that place, coming into that manifestation, creating from those highest vibrations of gratitude, unless that gratitude is really just vibing tenfold from your heart, not just for the manifestation, but for almost everything but the manifestation as well as the manifestation just for everything and, and that purity and intensity with that that heart feeling of gratitude for this day for this hour for this minute for this conversation that for me when i look back at my life be like how did how did i do those things even now i look back on like my 
old life before COVID and I love my new life since COVID too, but that was like, whoa, like how did that even happen? So yeah, how does that land for you too, brother? I didn't think we were going to go there today. I actually thought we were going to have this little logical chat around manifestation and here we are. And you opened up the door to sex magic, you know, and I think ultimately that's the pinnacle of what you are articulating just then. You know, Mm -hmm. there is a real thing called sex magic where if you are with your beloved and or you could do this in a self-pleasure practice as well. Um, But what came to mind for me was that when we are in lovemaking and we're in that orgasmic phase of the the intimacy, uh, we are in the deepest part of our heart opening, our parasympathetic nervous system and our sympathetic nervous system actually balance out, neutral out. And the heart actually goes into a space where it feels like it's opening, fully like the heart is opening. Mm. And there's this whole chemical reaction. And in that moment, if in that explosive cataclysmic event called the orgasm, if you're actually pulling in your manifestation and putting that out to the universe, it is the highest level of frequency because love is the highest frequency that we know. And so that is our, you know, in, in sex, you know, that's the most common phrase called out during orgasm is, Oh God, there's a reason for that because Mm -hmm. in that particular moment, everything stops. If it's a physical contraction in our whole body, everything stops and we are the closest point to God of singularity in that very moment, not only with us, but with our beloved. And why would it not make sense that we create in that environment? And so I love that you went there. I didn't think we were going to go there today. (laughs) Thank you for that. But yeah, I am completely in alignment with that. The highest level of manifestation is in that heart opening space of full gratitude, full surrender, full love, and this explosive. Can you imagine the the vibrational frequency that's carried out when our heart is fully open in that cataclysmic event? So I 100% agree with you. And no, we don't have to have sex to manifest. Well, it's not a bad idea, but it's it's not an essential thing. It's just one of the things. And I, I was thinking when you were sharing that um, in the very first part of the intro, what came through to me was if we believe that we're the creators of our reality, if we believe that we're, everything we see in our outside world is a projection of our inner world, if we believe that we are the co-creators of our existence, why would it be any different that we can manifest the things that we desire because we do a really good job of manifesting the things we don't desire because we put our attention and focus on it like oh i don't want to i don't want to have this bad experience guess what you're going to have is the bad experience because you created that so why don't we put that same mechanism that same beautiful tool to good and for use for our higher purpose and manifest and create and understand that we are the co-creators of our existence everything that we truly desire. Mm. Yeah, I love that, brother. And I love that you brought in, you know, that, um, you know, orgasmic and sexual sexuality kind of side of it too. Um, I guess, you know, I think a few things on that too, like, you know, with self-pleasure and stuff like that, there's for the people that are out there and be like, well, I don't have a beloved to manifest with. And it's like, well, you don't need one. You can, you can, you know, bring that to yourself too. But also for me, you know, music was a big part of what gave me that same sense. And for me, um, you know, I've been in many a circle with men and been asked this question of, you know, what's, what's the biggest thing in your life? Like, what is, what is the most important thing in your life? Is it, you know, your relationship with your beloved? And for a lot of people it is. And for 
for for me, you know, it's it's definitely right on point. My my relationship with my beloved is is right up there. But in my truth, when I break it down, and boy, have I broken it down, music is my deepest love. Like music, if it's like if God came to me tomorrow and said, right, you got to decide tomorrow, is it going to be like women or is it going to be music? Like, honestly, you know, I really, really like, of course, it's like women, you know, but then it's like this thing of like this music is just this uncanny pulling of like what I'm here and what I'm meant to do, you know. So I guess for me, being my art and being my creativity, as I've been naturally manifesting all these things throughout my life, I've always been in that art and that creative heart and that um love for what i do and um you know that always is changing i'm not saying it's always music definitely my beloved is right up there in my relationships and friendships and so many other things too but the point of the story is those things are the most important to you that give you that light you up that light up your heart the most that you have the most gratitude for they're great places to manifest Mm, yeah and, and I think too, like we're multifaceted beings for those people that are listening, we're multidimensional, multifaceted beings. It's this and that, not this or that. Yeah. You know, you've got the benefit of having your music and your beloved. And it's just both call on your heart, both serve your highest calling. I'd love to know what you think. Why do you develop such a great level of gratitude when you're deep in your music, when you're, you know, when you're in that zone and it's just, um, everything flows, everything works, every note hits, every chord is sweet. You know, what is that? I don't know why, Mike. It's like um, this thing that I've always had with music and it's this feeling especially and really only when I'm writing my original music. It's when I'm writing my own music and I hear the lyrics and the the melodies and the music all coming together for the first time. It could even just be the melodies coming together. There's just something special. I don't get that feeling from learning the most difficult, you know, guitar solo or difficult piece of classical music or whatever I've studied that's at that peak of difficulty in music. I only get it from... Um, or, or ease, it doesn't really matter, but you know, I guess I put a lot more work into those difficult, learning the difficult ones. But when I'm creating from my heart, again, creating my heart and my art, it's just, it just flows. And there's something, it's this feeling, man, it's, it's hard to explain, but I think I explained it in the songwriting course, which you were in, you know, last month. And which was real, by the way, for everyone, me included, that was so cool. Yeah. I sang that for like someone last night. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Thank you, brother. I really appreciate that. And I and I say it in that course, it's like I don't get this feeling from anything else in music. And I don't know why and I don't know how, but I get it every time I write a new song, as long as my song, you know, is is <laughs> I was gonna say, as long as I don't think my song sucks, which um, <laughs> you know, most of the time I really like my songs or I'll, you know, I'll scrap them and start a fresh one, but the majority, even of the ones, even of the ones that I haven't liked at the end and haven't used or played, I still got that feeling probably somewhere along the, the songwriting journey. But it's this uncanny thing, man, I can't put it into words. It's just there and it's a feeling. And the only other time I get that feeling is when I'm falling in love with someone. And it's that same feeling, it's that same butterflies, it's that same warmth in your skin, that same like slightly obsessive compulsive uh, new thing where they're just like, oh, you're in my every thought. Every time I looked at this cup of tea and I thought of you and I was doing the dishes and I looked out the window and I and I thought of you and it's just like this all-encompassing thing. And um, yeah, it's amazing. Can I maybe paraphrase and see what this is what I'm hearing from you? When, I'm, when you're learning the hardest guitar riff or when you're learning the hardest piece on the guitar or whatever that may be, you have to be 
thinking about the sheet music and the this and the that and the finger placing and all of the, and you're thinking about all of the dynamics of it. Whereas when you're writing from the heart, you're in the present moment of flow. You're in tune with yourself. You're deep in your body. What wants to come out of me? What wants to come through me? What am I birthing? And yeah. it's that presence. Mm-hmm. It's that being in the present moment. Whereas when I'm learning that, I'm trying to do something correct as opposed to be something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that sums it up really well, brother. And it's a magic of that flow and those things that happen when you're in that flow and that you're more aware of those things that are happening because you're not so focused on getting it right. Uh, yeah, an, an attachment to an outcome, maybe, let's say. Although, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, it's interesting, but um, definitely, man, it's, there's nothing cool. like it. When you're learning that hard guitar chord, the, the difficult one, you're trying to do it right and you're trying to get the finger placement right. But it's when you're writing from the heart and you're you're feeling it and you it's not wrong. It's like, is that it? No, that doesn't that wasn't quite right. It's not this right and wrong. It's like, what does that feel like? Oh, that could oh one one semitone down might be better, you know? And yeah. it's a feeling of it and it's an exploration and it's a inspiration that flows from it, which is why lighting up every single atom in your body. And it's a beautiful experience. If anyone ever wants to, like, I never thought I'd write a song, but working with Jay, we've fleshed out pieces of a song and it's quite amazing. I never in a million years thought I would ever say that I've written a song. And I still haven't because Jay's written most of it. <laughs> I no, put that's a few not true. You've, you've written, I've helped with bits and pieces, but yeah. Yeah, but it was a lot, there was a lot more helping than my writing. <laughs> However, I was still in it with you watching it all come out and pull it apart and what's watch words come through and it's quite an amazing experience to have that knowing that i you know my whole life there's no way i ever would have said that i could write a song yeah 100 percent, brother and i get that feeling also when i'm working with other people i get that same feeling from the magic of their songs and i've had that with you with your song i've had that feeling of that buzz when a few of those lyrics dropped in of some of the things Mm. that um you know, I guess we came up with it was, you know, you you wrote all the original words, and then I just helped you kind of like tidy them up a little bit with you know yeah. the experience of doing it so many times, um, and a lot of that is just cutting out words and bringing them in together, which um, is funny because I remember doing it too and really honoring you because you are a big mentor to me of a person who's so good at doing what I call the mic drop where you come in and say your three or four words and just the, the other speakers have said, you know, 10 paragraphs and you come in and say three or four words and the whole audience goes, oh, that landed, you know. So um, beautiful to bring that. And I think we had that in mind a little bit or I did at least when I was helping you condense mm. those words because I was like, what would Mike do? you know, so it's, I remember that. So I'd love to bring this full circle and talking about being in the present moment, talking about being in flow and from that heart space around this manifestation piece, because like, I'm going to use the songwriting course. We were in creation. We created words on a page with a melody and a chord progression. And that is manifestation. Yeah. All we did was we collected our ideas. We put them into a structure and mm. and we created and I manifested a song. Yeah. So, you know, how can we bring this around for everyone listening around manifestation that it's available to us all? We are the co-creators of our existence. And why don't we just start telling better stories or asking for better things? 
Um, Because a lot of people speak in the phrase of, I don't want to experience sadness. Well, guess what? Your unconscious mind doesn't process the negative. So it says, I want to experience sadness. Yeah. And guess what? Next week, you're going to experience all the sadness that you've ever had in your life. So we have to be conscious to our words when we manifest. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And I think it's easy to get caught up in the big picture just being too big to do. Mm. So what I'm always doing is breaking things down into little bite-sized pieces, you know, and I know you're a, a master at this as well. And once you get all those little, I call them building blocks, you know, and that's what we do with the songwriting course and that we get the tools to, um, and in so many other aspects of life, we get those tools to do that little thing. So that tool might be, I need to learn some software on my computer to, if I, you know, if I want to have an ebook, then really I need to learn how to use some software that I can you know, document out an ebook or mm. learn how to, or I need the photos that go with the ebook. So, you know, that's, that can put someone off. Whereas if you just focus on the actual photos and getting them done, that's one little task. And then you focus on that software and learning how to use that. And then you focus on writing the words in there and then you get that. And then you focus on importing the photos in there and then you get that. And before you know it, you know, it goes with that. So bite-sized pieces is such a little thing. It's so easy to be overwhelmed and, mm the thing that we've spoken about too, perfectionism. It's great to be a perfectionist, but you can always fix that as you go. But getting it out to the world is what is going to shine that light on your imperfections tenfold to hone in on correcting them um, in probably a a quite an efficient way. So um, yeah, there's a a lot in in those things, but not doing too much at once, I guess, doing bite-sized pieces. I think on top of that, for everyone listening, on top of chunking it down into something that we can manage because our nervous system can only regulate so much you know it's only it's got a thermostat and until we train it to go higher and higher it it will actually sell yourself sabotage so if i you know if i wanted to manifest something like more money in if i sat there and said i want to be a multimillionaire and i've never had five dollars to my name my nervous system said that's not going to happen i don't believe that that's not real and your manifestation is going to be wasted. Yeah. What we need to do is manifest to a degree that our nervous system can actually hold and regulate mm. and believe. And manifestation is truly around belief. Um, and can I create this? If you truly believe that you're the co-creator, then it's a lot easier to believe that. And trust, trusting that the universe has got you back. Mm. Everything is happening for you, not to you. And I think finally, if I believe that it's this or something better because we often manifest something and we go, well, that never worked and that didn't happen. And then we give up on the process, but who's to say it didn't materialize in a different way. It's just, you can't see that. Yeah. Who's to say it didn't materialize in a better way. And the way you were asking wasn't going to serve you. And we need to be really vigilant in looking for that. Wow. How, how did this really appear in my life? I had a story of how it was going to look, but maybe it came this way and I completely missed it. Absolutely, brother. And, um, you know, who's to say it won't come in 10 years down the track? You know, did you put a date on your manifestation? Um, that's something else to consider too. Did you say it was going to happen in six or six months or 12 years? Because that's happened to me a lot of times. It's taken longer than I thought. Um, I really feel, you know, my biggest takeaway from this or biggest piece of advice is 
the feeling, the feeling that's underneath the manifestation in that moment in time. If there's that feeling of insecurity, not having yourself, not being 100% in, then wait until you have that feeling or set up a space, get your incense, get your candles, get your cacao, get your whatever you need, do your breath work, do your, go to the gym, go for a walk in nature, be on the beach, whatever you need, be with your beloved, um, be by yourself, whatever it is to drop into that space, to get into that feeling of peace and gratitude, gratitude and joy and just like exceptional life force energy get in that prana get in that life force energy and drop into that manifestation and and trust and give it your all and feel it feel it live it be it just all of it and see what happens yeah that's really beautiful man i think we can close out on that one because it's about that feeling of deep gratitude like we you expressed way earlier on in the piece and when you're grateful for something when you appreciate something, it appreciates. When you have value and appreciation for something, you'll get more of it. And you'll start to see it materialize in your world. And you can't manifest from a shitty position. That's right. Because <laughs> you're going to manifest more of that. So yeah. the real invitation, as Jay's so beautifully articulated, is get yourself in a great state. Yeah. Um, shift your energy and, until you're in the right space to manifest and, and create something beautiful. And, and do the work like uh, as well. Like, I, you know, when you were just speaking then, I, I was thinking about this podcast. I was like, you know, this is all everything you just said is like why we started this podcast. To, and it wasn't necessarily just to, it wasn't to share it with anyone. It was because we liked hanging out because we liked hearing each other speak because we vibe and bring that high vibe to each other to make each other feel good just mm. by speaking to each other. And, um, you know, like you said, being grateful for those things that you've got. And I'm grateful, grateful for you, brother. Like I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for this. And yeah. that's why we're here. You know, it's magnetic. 100%. 100%. 100%. And that gratitude is flowing directly back at you already. Look at you manifesting that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, you're a dear brother, mate. And I love you heaps. Absolutely, man. Likewise. And those people out there right now, you know, it's, it's, you got this, you got this, just take a moment for you. You can do this. You can change anything you want in your life and you can do it right now. So, um, yeah, feeling into that on that note, I feel like that's a mic drop. It's a mic drop. Big love, brother. Big love, brother.